0: We apologize for this brief interruption in the show. As many of you likely know, the Higher Standard Podcast is officially sponsored by Transcend Company. Transcend has been my longtime provider for both testosterone and peptide therapies. But they offer so much more. Whether you're interested in health, wellness, or longevity, it all begins with you getting your blood work done. A lab draw will help you get the numbers and establish your baseline. You can go to TranscendCompany.com THSP. That's TranscendCompany.com THSP. Or you can click the link in the show notes on any streaming platform and on YouTube. Fill out your information and one of the representatives will contact you to get your journey started today. Now back to the show.
1: You know what? Just stop fucking
2: around because you're going <laughs> to probably log out yourself or some shit.
0: Yeah. Or like your fucking ears one of those bootleg AirPods you guys have.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Don't let yeah. me out on that.
0: Sensitive topic. Yeah, so Alejandro, if one of them stops speaking and you hear like a scream, he's, he buys that secondary market, <laughs> black market AirPod shit. So that's a real thing.
2: No, I'm not... Not anymore. It's just once. You got to give him some credit. Yeah, right?
0: He, also bought, like, bulk. he yeah. also bought like 300. Yeah.
4: <laughs> 300. You got a life Evil, like, evil right. Cat's laugh is so fucking hilarious, by the way. <laughs> I, 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 I was dying last, on the last podcast. That was pretty good. So Don't now encourage I'm, that I'm one. glad to hear it here. Don't encourage that one. It's, <laughs> it's really good. I like fun laughs. laughs. Well, all right. You're
3: just so. supposed to have fun. All right.
0: All right, kids. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do the intro real quick. We're going to get officially started right now. And then uh, we'll uh, see where everything goes. And Alejandro, tell us to fuck off anytime you want to. Okay? You've heard I, that right. Thank you. I, I tell him to fuck off all the time. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. All right. Here you, go. you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Let's go. Welcome back to the number one financial literacy podcast in the world. This is The Higher Standard. Sitting next to me, my partner in time, the one and only Saeed Omar.
2: Ooh, thank you, Chris. And next to me is my partner in crime,
0: Chris Nahibi. Welcome back to the show, everybody. And the uh, chubby dude outside who barely made the show running a- Fresh off of PTO. (laughs) Fresh off PTO, late fucker. Arun, DJ Arun on the ones and twos. Hello, everyone. Yeah.
2: It's nice to be back.
0: And uh, for those of you listening, welcome to chapter two of the Baller Busters saga. We have the three original cast members, Evil Cat, Beep, and number four. Keep it together. I still fucking hate those names. Guys. Still- <laughs> <laughs> and joining us, a longtime friend of the page, the one and only. He Did he pop the can? He had, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, it, wow. Yeah. Get out the way. Yeah. Alejandro Solomon, we we uh, are big fans. You may know him by his multi-million following on all of his social platforms, not to mention YouTube and Instagram, which are huge, as
4: Salamundran. Mm. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for having me. And it's a fucking real honor to meet the Baller Busters, too. <laughs> so I'm excited for this. How are you guys?
2: Thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate you.
4: Nah, get out of here. Thank you. After I saw the first episode, I was like, "How can I not be in this thing?" Yeah, I yeah, need I to mean, fucking give him twenty dollars and please, please, <laughs> beg him to put me here. So here we are. Well, just know if we Did make you a cartoon
0: animal, over? yeah, there you go. Yeah, if we make a cartoon animal out of you, you're probably going to be a hippo.
4: Just full full disclosure. Wait, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I'll take it. I'll I'll take anything at this point.
0: <laughs> so to kick the show off, my friend, beep here. Uh has some questions. Obviously you guys have talked uh in the DMs on the page and messages and my man Beep had some uh, thoughts he wanted to share.
4: Lots of Wait. big things. Before we start, did
3: you send the 20 bucks over already?
4: I did. You guys haven't gotten it? Trust me, you'll <laughs> get there. You'll you'll get him at some point. Trust me.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
4: It's amazing, man, to hear you speak English, man. It's
1: amazing. I just don't understand half the (laughs) shit, motherfucker. (laughs) But hey, we're sticking this shit tonight, all right? All right, let's kick it off. All right, let's start with our one. My favorite bust, producer Michael. Tell us about him. Where did
4: you guys meet, man? I gotta be. I gotta be completely honest with you. I met him so long ago. I went to this place called (sighs) Sticker City. So long ago. And I remember seeing this old lady getting her car robbed. And as I got closer, I realized there was a dude and I was like, oh, fuck. That's an old dude. Which you guys know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's you know, I I feel like at a certain I feel like at a certain age, men that don't take care of themselves, Murphy, morphing to women and women morphing to men if they just don't do anything. So it's kind of like one of these things. And also the outfit didn't help at all, right? No, you guys are good. You guys are oh, thank good. You. I, was, I was feeling my titties. i like, that big? We're still good. We're all still right, good. Still we're good. still good. Right. good. Okay, okay. So uh, as, as the dude left and whatnot, my, uh, one of the guys that was there told, uh, I was like, dude, what the fuck is up with this lady? He goes, oh, he's actually a very wealthy music producer. And I was like, that? he's a wealthy music person oh yeah yeah he's british and he's married to this super rich lady i was like oh cool whatever didn't think about it much nothing and then i saw his car on he had i I believe and now listen i don't remember anything at all so here we go i believe he had a red a chrome red slr at the time yeah
0: i mean and i remember seeing it online
2: he's doing all right Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah And I, I, remember seeing it online and I, uh, but by the way, that's when the SLRs were really cheap. Even I had one of those at that time, <laughs> Just throw it, was, it was, it was not that hard to get one of those <laughs> at that time. So, so, um, uh, I saw the car on Instagram and I remember digging into the profile and I was like, Oh, this is the lady guy. And as I saw, I saw the profile, I messaged my friend. I was like, this is the guy that you worked with, right? And he goes, no, I actually never worked with him. He ended up going somewhere else because they did the job for free. And I, mm-hmm. I, I just remember thinking like instantly, now, why would anyone do this woman's car for free? And, and, <laughs> and, 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 and my friend goes, oh, he's real cheap, man. And I'm like, all right, first of all, that's impossible. He's wearing this stupid ass outfit to flash you and dash you. But then you're telling me he's real cheap. Then why are people doing these raps for free? And he goes, oh, because he he knows a lot of celebrities. He worked in the mo- in the music industry, uh, uh, but in the movies. And I was like, no, he hasn't. I, I know a lot of people in that industry. Give me his name. So they gave me his name and I looked him up. So first thing you do is you go on IMDb and you look at the fucking credits the the person has. By the way, I worked in movies for so long, so long. You guys know how many fucking liars I had to sit down face to face and learn that they were full of shit and recognize all those patterns. So at this point, I'm already like a fucking pro. Uh, I looked him up on IMDb. And the first thing I noticed is all of his credits, all of his credits were short films. And he was like a, an assistant music something in short films. And I was like, well, this doesn't seem right. No guy like, that really has made money making these things uh, it has done just short films. Like He should have big titles under his name. And uh, after that, I just remembered not paying too much attention to it. And then something else came up with another older dude that also kind of looks like a woman that is in the car industry, some Steve <laughs> guy. And... And, and, and they were going to do a show together. And I was like, oh, my God, this show is never going to get made. These two are going to rape each other. And I remember it didn't work out. Like, it, oh, it, it was Steve. I don't Steve, know. Right? I, I, Steve? I think so. I think so. Steve it's a Steve. Yeah, I don't know if Steve it's
3: Goldfield. OK,
4: so we're going to do a show together and whatnot. And I remember just thinking because. it's just like whispers that happen around you and the people that know them. And I was like, none of these guys know what they're doing. So I I don't think that's going to go well. And I think both people are going to steal the money from each other. And I don't think the show (laughs) ever got done to be fair, Uh, but I don't know. A lot of things can happen in a show. So that was my experience with him. And after that, I started seeing him pop up on, uh, uh, on Instagram and all this shit. And listen, it's, it's actually rather simple. You are not, and this is something that I, I, I want to share about another uh, guy that you guys have on your page. Uh, it's just really simple. You don't become rich to become a cocksucker. You become rich, <laughs> so you don't have to deal with anybody's <laughs> fucking bullshit. I love like, this guy. There, every there goes time- my <laughs> <plan>. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my, new every- ma- that's my new mantra. <laughs> Dude, but it's so true. Like, why the fuck did I make all this money? Did I fucking bust my ass? It's just so that I don't have to put up with anyone's shit and no one tells me what the fuck to do, right? Right, right yeah, Like, right. that's what we want. We want freedom. Why are these guys being cocksuckers when they have all the money in the world if they do? Because they don't. Like, it, it's, it, it, it makes no sense. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's just, like, basic stuff. So after that, I started calling him out without knowing more about him other than his fucking ridiculous IMDB credits, which were pathetic. And I was like, all right, I can, I, I can call this guy out because he's got nothing behind him. And I just kept going. And he, no one ever stopped me. And I saw him at a restaurant in Carmel in Car Week one time. And he was just like, I don't want to sit next to him. I want to sit in another table. Uh, <laughs>
1: that's
4: that's that's as far as he goes. I'm sure there's something in the middle, but I might not be remembering a lot. So I'm sorry if the story is disappointing.
0: No, 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 no. it's not disappointing at all. I mean, we got, we got uh, some mixed gender identity there. Yeah. We got uh, some fake wealth. I mean, look, it's... That's a fucking movie,
4: baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus A good one. Yeah. A good one. Not an actual short film. And like what's the weird ones about him, uh he makes the music for it.
0: I've looked up his social media account on many occasions in fucking total awe that this dude has got a like a massive following on like YouTube. It's like over a million followers, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. What how? Is oh man. He
4: does all this shit. I mean, I don't Isn't, get it honestly uh, honestly at first it was easier before when I started doing this it was because no one that had money wanted to share cars with anyone. so for for anyone listening, um, I have a, a car YouTube channel and well a few car YouTube channels if you will. and I started doing that because when I when I made money, I remember thinking to myself when I was a kid and watching Top Gear, none of these fucking rich people want to show their cars. Like, it's really hard for anyone to show me the interior of an Enzo and, like, the interior of a Courage. Those are things I want to see. I get Top Gear is cool. They put them on the track, and they tell me all the fucking stats and whatnot. But I want to see a rich person show me the car. And for a long time, it was tabooed to be rich and show your face. Like, you want it to be anonymous, Right. And, 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 and when that was going on, that's when I came out and I was like, listen, I was not rich, I'm not rich. I just have some money and I like to spend money like a fucking idiot. So of course, the first things that I bought was really expensive cars. And I was like, I'm gonna open my YouTube channel and I'm gonna show these cars to people because that's what I wanna see. So I started showing people what I wanted myself to watch. And after that, and, the, and, and we'll get into that later, um, I stopped making videos like four years ago about cars. And the reason why was every dirtbag that had money that wanted something fucked up out of people or that their ego or their dick was too small or whatever got into the car world to make videos about cars with stuff that they bought, but they don't really fucking give a shit about it. Mm. They're just like showing people. And that became a genre of its own. And I fucking hate that genre of its own. And I feel like that's where uh, this Michael uh, guy or whatever fits into. Uh, Into that, like, let me let me show you ridiculous stuff that no one can show you That's simple because any I mean, anyone showing you anything rare and exciting will get views. Now, are people falling in love with the dude and like going like, oh, my God, you are the best. I don't think so, but I could be wrong because there's nothing behind the dress and, and the earrings and all that stuff. But I think like that's why it was easy for him to get a following. Because right. he's it feel, it indeed feels like, showing stuff that's rare.
2: It feels like now nowadays with these influencers out there, if the, the flashier you are, it's like their version of a blue check mark.
4: Right? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. And he takes away from, uh, from what he was before it had authenticity it was like real people wanted to just do it for fun because it was exciting and now the guys that were there for the fun fucking hate themselves they have to put up with all these cocksuckers that are rich and fucking pieces of shit assholes which is something that i just don't do and and it's just all upside down right now and there's no originality anymore. Everyone's doing the same shit. You get a rare car, you take it to the drive-through McDonald's, and then you take your thumbnail picture and tell everybody <laughs> that you drove whatever car in the McDonald's drive-through. Or then you go to Carmax and also take it to Carmax and pretend you're going to sell your expensive car. That's about it now, and it's terrible. It I is, hate it.
0: Yeah, it's fucking terrible. And and I, I gotta be honest, I like the enthusiasm in your videos, man. Like it just, I I, remember, I appreciate that when, I, when you first took delivery of the Lambo. I love the spec of that Lambo and I there aren't a lot of people that have it uh, for, for, you mean the Toronto yeah it, oh I appreciate that it's a fucking beautiful car and, and you those are so rare to see on the street mm-hmm. at least in Los Angeles anyway and I remember seeing him pick it up he was on his fucking knees yeah like just super happy and stoked like appreciative after, I mean, right? yeah. yeah and a lot of these assholes try to act like it's too cool I don't want to name well fuck it I do want to name it you see like someone like a Manny Cashman <laughs> pick up a car yeah. and he's like oh look I've got a car <laughs> yeah Right, like I, I know, I,
2: I saw your post recently too when you went to the F one in Vegas. The level of enthusiasm that you show, I yeah. don't know, it it comes through the camera, and I like that you still hold on to that.
4: I I I legitimately adore adore what I do, and I'm limiting myself too to how much I want experience because of all the bad experiences I've had in it. But I legitimately appreciate every single fucking thing that happens in my life because it's not always been great. So every time he's great. I love it. And whenever like I get to treat myself to dumb shit that I really want, like, why the fuck not? And it should put a big smile on your face. And if he doesn't, then stop doing it. And that's kind of like uh, at the point where I got at some point. Where it was just not like the joy. I was just doing it, going through the motions, and that's fucking bullshit. Is that why you pivoted heavy into like the Spanish only kind of like no. genre? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not at all, <laughs> not at all, not at all. Esta noche en Salomundo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for that. So, <laughs> so good. <laughs> So no, the the reason why I started doing videos in Spanish, it was I I was literally high as fuck on my way to the airport to go see uh, Street Speed Mike in (laughs) Philadelphia. And as I was heading to the airport, I just I, I heard a radio commercial about like Telemundo and. I was like, dude, I'm gonna make as I was high, right? Yeah. I'm gonna make my own channel in Spanish, and it's gonna be called instead of Telemundo, Salomundo. Uh-huh. And I thought it was fucking hilarious. So I opened the channel and I mentioned it on the video that I was making, so that I wouldn't back out because I I plan on doing a lot of things and they don't. I don't do them. <laughs> it's one <laughs> of those things. So there are things that make me and force me to do things. And that's one of them. I had to, I said it out loud, I need to go do it. So I opened the channel, started doing it. Uh, I made a video in Spanish and my Spanish was garbage. Garbage, because I, really? I wow. didn't really have a lot. Yeah, because I didn't have a, a lot of people to talk and speak Spanish with in, in the US. My wife and I speak in English. All of my friends and business partners, same thing. Like, it's fucking I, incredible legitimate. Now, dude. I got you. Some of your videos are really impressive. I appreciate that. Yeah, so yeah. my Spanish went back to what it was when I was uh, when I was living in Mexico because now I, I get to talk every single day and, and all that stuff. But that first video was my Spanish was terrible. And I was showing people cars and in Mexico and Latin America and Spain and all that area, they, they're not they were not used to yet seeing and quote unquote rich people showing them crazy shit. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like the first guy that spoke Spanish that did it. And my first video on Facebook, I, and, and it wasn't even mine. Someone stole it. Had 120 million views on, on one page. Wow. That I did. Yeah. And it was just like an intro. Hey, it's me, Alejandro. These are my cars, whatever. So after seven days, I was at like 100,000 subscribers. And then after that, it was like every day I kept adding like an insane amount. And before you knew, uh, you know it, in weeks, I made it to a million subscribers in Spanish. Wow. And- the vibe was fucking high and it was great. People were loving and I, I fell in love with the audience. I really did. And, and at the same time, we're so lucky because uh, when we have so many followers, we get to really hear so many people's thoughts, right? You get to hear what they think when they write it to you. So you get to see a lot of that. And in English, people were mad, like really fucking angry. And in Spanish, people were like chill. And they were easy. Mm. We don't give a fuck about anything. We just want to have fun. And that's like the, the Latin vibe, right? That that you always get with love with my people. And I was like, honestly, I'm having a great time doing these videos. I was doing videos in Spanish and in English. And all of my audience in English was complaining that I was putting more time into the Spanish videos because I was getting more followers. Mm. And I never addressed that. But the reality is I was making the same amount of videos one in one. Mm. So, I, I like... And, and and just like the jealousy and like the negativity in the English, I was like, dude, fuck this. Yeah. I don't want to fucking put so much time into this. And especially when my Spanish shit is growing so much, it's retarded that I'm sticking to one thing that's okay. When clearly in the other one, I'm killing it. So it, it wasn't really done on purpose. It was just like, I felt better with it. And again, I didn't get rich to do whatever fucking people expect me to do and to do what they want. I want to do whatever the fuck I want. And that made me happier. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stick to this more. And I did more and more and more and more. And I open another channel and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, so now here we are again.
0: So now you're in this ecosystem <clears throat> and you've got a very unique perspective. And then you run across mm-hmm. the Baller Busters page and you see these people who are clearly taking advantage of something that you did with authenticity i mean this just got to
4: piss you off too right i mean this shit has to make you angry i mean you get i uh, i i i too i fucking fume when i see them and 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 the fake ones and especially like i said i actually i don't want to say i worked but i had to work in 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 a lot of stuff that i did in movies with people that are, were not for real people that lied to other investors people that got him like terrible stuff one of the dudes just died so i can talk about his fucking bullshit ass um, uh, let's go. This guy, Rick, this guy, Rick brought like a bunch of investors into a movie and he seemed to be, uh, a, a money hungry, but at a level that if you're already rich, Rick, why the fuck are you so money hungry type of thing? Right? Yeah. So something didn't make sense. So when I was talking to, uh, he brought like two sweet girls and one of these women I really liked. And I was like, dude, don't give this don't don't give rick your money like he doesn't know what he's doing he's gonna go sign it with this other fucking piece of shit put it under my side of the movie on the equity you'll get your money out first and also i am writing your deal i know what the fuck is up but because i was young a lot of people looked at me and were like ah fuck this guy so she went with him fucked him out of the money she doesn't have anything to show for and you know i was dealing with it she would email me every now and then be like i'm gonna fucking sue you i was like it you need to sue the llc <laughs> but also i have nothing to do with this i warned you about this so you're fucked mm, yeah. because you didn't listen from the start and they fucked you on their side of the deal so it's not my thing so i've dealt with these people non-stop and i i hate it and it, you know what the worst thing to me is that no one gives a fuck because as long as someone just flashes you with a little bit of money do you guys know that josh Cartoo guy or john Cartoo? um no, all right of- oh, oh my god oh my god guys really? you would love this one. Oh, you gotta look it up oh, especially the baller busters now. crew so this guy Cartu pretended to be a ferrari driver and he was like super successful and whatnot and i don't know where he just appeared he had a white la ferrari aperta and all these crazy ferraris and him and david lee got really close right like mm-hmm. oh they became buddy buddies and that's when you know their shit uh when there's <laughs> there's yeah. a lot uh so you're seeing these guys together and all and 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 whatnot. And I was I was wondering why, how quickly they clicked and all that stuff. And then this guy, Cartoon, was making videos and he would like bait me into making videos with him and all of the British YouTubers because he was on that side of the world and everyone started making videos with him. Ah, oh, my boy Josh. I refuse to work with a ton of these people. I refuse to work with a lot of these assholes because I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to scam people pretending that they have all this money, because if not, you can just do it on your own. There are like many things where you're like, all right, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. He was hitting all of them And my too. What's the,
2: what's the com- what's this the is- common scam that they like try to pull?
4: So hang on a second. I'll, t- I'll tell you in a second. Okay. It, it's very different ones. So it's very different ones because it works in, in many different ways. Rather than scams, it's like a scammy lifestyle. Um, Got it. So this dude, so this dude pretended to be a Ferrari race car driver, to be basically Ferrari's right-hand man. Um, he <laughs> pretended that he had more money than God, that he was a self-made guy, uh, all of this shit. And then later on, he turns out to be arrested uh, uh, he turns out to be arrested for defrauding the Canadian government. I believe now don't quote me on this one. It's been too long and I don't fucking care about Joshy, Joshy boy anymore. Uh, and he ended up being arrested you know, and all of his fucking dirt came out and, and and whatnot. So what he did, he defrauded people for tens of millions of dollars. And I can't remember how. And that's what these people do. They build out that, that rapport with people thinking, oh, this guy has money and rich people, as you guys know, like to make deals like you're sitting on a table and you're like, dude, I'll give you fucking one hundred thousand dollars for this. I'll give you a million bucks for that. And then you just start like getting people's money. This is what these people are looking for. Getting into those uh, uh, areas where people get validation, they put themselves in front of everyone. Like, look, I'm rich, so you should do business with me. But it's like, what the fuck have you done? Like, let me hear you talk. And then when you hear them talk, you're like, there's no way. There's there's no fucking way, dude. I can't tell you how many
0: times that, I asked you that question. Like, what the fuck has this person done? They're like, well, they're they're rich, and I'm like, bro, that so, doesn't mean shit. So? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. None.
4: How did he none as well? Right. Yeah, and because it's so easy to get things to make you look like you're a fucking baller. And, I, I mean, right? It's so fucking simple from people. And especially if you know how to finagle your way, dude, I'm telling you, Hollywood, like these people think right now they know what they're doing. Go to Hollywood. There is the real scammers. That's where producer Michael really comes from. Go ask producer Michael how he does this.
1: <laughs> so back, back to him. Have you had people clean your cars? As their cars. Like he claimed yeah. his, he claimed his uh, Chris's Lambo to be his. And this is a shout out to Chris, Lamborghini Chris. he Producer Michael claimed his Lambo that he bought it and then,
4: you know, we Oh, yeah. Too.
1: Yeah.
4: Remember that? Oh, Hang on. And he also, my guy also went to Italy to fucking dick around Horatio Pagani. And <laughs> pretend that he was going to buy a car so he can make him a mock-up and take a picture and post it on Instagram and tell people that he's rich. Do you guys You're, not remember that? I, of course You're? I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I. Why didn't you buy yeah. the car? Oh, it was too beneath uh, my no, outfit. It's like-
2: ordered. It's been ordered two years ago. Yeah.
4: No, it's been way longer than that. It's been way longer than that. <laughs> it, it's fucked up. If like I, I know about faster.
0: this. <laughs> I got a, <laughs> I got, I got a ribby fashion. He got spaghetti.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah. So the Josh, the Josh cartoon guy, he did several things. He did a hundred sixty-five million dollar fake call center. He did another thing with the Canadian, like you said, the uh, Canada. Uh, what was that? Like some investment thing about hundred million over there as well. So he's in a bunch of a, bu- a bunch of scams. Wow.
4: Yeah. Ah, thank you so much, Rune. So there you go. You, you know what's going on. So this is the deal. That dude started talking shit. And this is the problem. I don't fuck with anyone. I, I just won't fuck with you ever. Just don't fucking talk to me. Once you bring <laughs> me into the table, I will be your fucking nightmare. And this is what these all idiots did. Like I want nothing to do with them, none of them. I really legitimately come from a different place whereas everybody else in the car world because I was there from the start basically of the new bullshit and these new guys are new. And I saw all these fucking clowns do the same shit. All of these guys pretend they were something that they were not, they were horrendous people. They try to fucking call me out, but they don't don't know I actually have a brain when they don't. Because when you're dumb, you think you're smarter than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then you hear them talk and you're like, "Holy fuck. How has no one noticed that this is going on?" And 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 and, and that's what Josh Cartoon did to me. He got together with David Lee, and they decided that they were going to call me out for being poor, which by the way, what kind of fucking rich person does that? Yeah, if you're rich wild. and you know what it takes to fucking do it and make it, yeah. you got to be a gigantic piece of shit to call someone that has a Pagani poor. <laughs> like are you yeah. are you fucking out of your mind? Yeah right? So I got together and they got like really brave. I Googled, uh, my guy, Josh Cartu instantly, all of his fraud shit came up. And then also that he was now a citizen of Singapore. And if you know anything in Singapore, they basically, it's a nice place to hide from all the authorities worldwide from all the terrible things that you do. So my guy was, uh, my, my guy was talking and I go, Josh, shut the fuck up or i'm gonna tell everybody who you are david lee i'm gonna do the same to you david lee stood the fuck back and shut the fuck up josh kept going and he went on my on my facebook and he goes this is so gay by the way what we're talking about is so gay i hope you guys know this this is like high school and i know it and i know it but here i am doing it uh so my guy josh cartoon keeps going at it on facebook and making posts and I said, dude, I'm going to fucking tell everyone who you are. And I don't know where he goes. Oh, you're going to sue me? You don't what? even know, blah, blah, blah. And when he said that, and I didn't even bring up any lawsuits, I dug deeper into him through a friend of mine that is really well connected. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, dude, this dude is the biggest scammer in the world. He ran here. He told me like all of his story. I was like, all right, I get it. Fuck this guy. And then eventually he got arrested, which was. But I had a bottle, one of these bottles. This is the Mezcal I make. I want to send you guys a bottle.
0: Oh,
1: at hey. least each.
0: It'll, it'll, it'll wind up back here in the it'll, shelf yeah, until we top, drink it all at about one show. Top yeah. shelf, yeah.
4: And then I put, exactly. Yeah. And I used to put uh, labels on people uh, that I hate. So I would put their name. And Josh was one of them. <laughs> That's and whenever something <laughs> bad happens to them, I would drink that bottle that day. So I remember being at the office the day that he got arrested. Uh, I took that label out, opened it, and popped that, and just had an incredible drink. Oh, I just
2: it. I just searched to see where he lives now, and there's every year for the last four years he's lived somewhere different. He was in Hungary, he left, he uh, went to
0: Dubai. He he's left. in
3: Hungary. Oh,
0: he's there uh, now. I just
3: sent you the link. Okay, check the chat. Jesus. You can click on it. Wow. We posted about if it. You're,
4: if you're moving to Hungary, yeah. some shit went sideways. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> It's not, it's not for the fast internet that you're moving out there, yeah. right? Or, or for the great food. It's like, emerging. market, out of man. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. So yeah,
1: this
3: out of
4: here. So, yeah, this, yeah there's, a of, there's a lot of this shit that comes up in this world. Are you ready for some personal questions? Hit me.
3: Hey, hold on one second. I, one thing you said that's interesting, though, is we get in the comments a lot on our IGs. Oh, but he has a lot of money, you know. And that was the whole defense is these people surround themselves with what looks like a lot of money to other people, and that gives them the legitimacy to validate themselves. And that's really all they have is they're around other people's money, and somehow they're now validated, and it's easy to continue to scam the dumb people.
4: Yeah, it's once you get in, it's once you get into the circle. That's what I that's what I learned in Hollywood. As long as people see me with these other people, they're gonna think I'm legit. And that really is a a, a real self-validator, if you will, because it does work clearly. And this is why whenever I hear like, at first, when when I was leaving the car world, I got so many messages from people that have like these, now these crazy collections that were like, come make a video with me, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. Fuck you. So you can treat me like a tool and then you're going to come out, you're going to get together with your friend David Lee and talk shit. Like, no, I'm not doing this for you. Fucking pay me. Right. That's not. Yeah, it's no. It's no Nothing. different
2: than when uh, Sam Bankman-Fried was paying Tom Brady fifty-five million dollars. Yeah. Right. Just to just to ah, legitimize
4: him. Ah, man.
0: Right. And now oh, the motherfucker's yeah. trading yeah. in federal prison.
4: Yeah. <laughs> See you. <in> prison, <laughs> I'm, a, bro. I'm a vegan. You want some fish? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's getting it up the ass too. The fish. Uh-oh. The easy fish. Sure. Somebody somebody's the getting it up, the ass, guys. guys. I mean, <laughs> the fish.
2: <Yeah. laughs> right. Oh it's my a common God. tactic that that all these guys like to use, right? Just a way to validate themselves is to surround themselves with people that also seem like they
0: have money. And producer Mike, Mike they, or whatever, he's been doing that a lot. Where he'll just pop over to somebody else's that that one house, the the one that was on uh, that was all over the internet for a while, right? It was that mm-hmm. big ass house that the developer built and lost all the, the right. money. He went and did like a walk through. Which one? one? Mm-hmm. There was a big house called the one in Los Angeles, which was supposed to be like one of the largest homes in Los Angeles, but it was effectively like effectively like a, a uber luxury development that went bankrupt because the guy didn't have the money. Mm. so oh. every every influencer you know was walking through there trying to show like this beautiful home and for the guy who, who built it and the people who were trying to sell it like it's fine you just get it in front of more eyeballs but all these asshole influencers were using it for clout like look I'm so wealthy I can get a tour of the one it's like no bitch you're just oh. a marketing flyer that's all you are right? yeah and these guys all like toured it and they they oh, would talk about God. things like they, like, they, like they had them in their house oh look this is the same sink that Kim Kardashian has bitch stop
4: shut stop. the fuck up Hell, yeah, <laughs> dude. It's just, stop. stop. I mean yeah it's, it's basic they all use the same techniques it's it's, it's so predictable too it's yeah. so predictable and so like so easy to see and that's why I stay away from it that's mm-hmm. why I, 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 I don't want to deal with people that later on because I also have um, I've opened many businesses and in one of them we had a, a, a guy as a partner that turned out that he raped someone Wow and Whoa. obviously, obviously none of us knew yeah and right. then it became public and people were fucking going hard at all of us because we were friends with them like dude we so I don't want to deal with that type of shit in my regular life either and like people also I don't want people to validate because the power that this brings to validate themselves through me mm-hmm. yeah and I feel like any youtube like for the most part like the younger kids they're like I'll do anything just to get a Pagani in my video. I'll do anything to get a Koenigsegg in my video. I'm like, fuck that, dude. Mm. Fuck that. I'd rather never show them than than have those people, put them in front of you, validate validate them, and then have someone else give them money and lose it. Like, that's retarded. Yeah.
0: You almost sound like, like you had a bittersweet relationship with YouTube. I mean, it makes sense that you stepped away for a while, but I mean... It's toxic now, man. Like you got to admit that a lot of what you're seeing is toxicity. How, how are you divorcing yourself from that type of like
4: toxicity? So uh, I hate it with a passion in that sense because obviously it rewards people to give you shit. Right. Like anyone, whenever you create a name, there's many people that make a living just using my name on titles, right? And then they just talk about whatever shit. And the only thing you can do is really become some kind of a sociopath in a way. and just like separate yourself separate yourself from people and just go like i'm not paying attention to any of this i don't go online and and read stuff about me i don't look myself up online i don't do any of that shit i don't read comments i want to stay the fuck away from it all i don't want to deal with it i don't want to hear it i don't want to know if someone else is saying anything i just don't i just don't care which by the way is a huge mistake Because also it creates like it empowers those people to just keep going. So I'm still trying to figure it out, man. I love what I do. I'm I'm a storyteller. I like to tell stories. I like to make people laugh. Um, I like to share my experiences with others. Because again, that's something that I wanted for myself when I was younger and I was watching these things. But I, I also I'm trying to fucking figure out and navigate this world without like stepping into those boundaries and bringing bad people in and also... I don't want to be the reason why people have anxiety and compare themselves to to other people. Like, I, it also creates a lot of mental problems. We're, we're very soon yeah. going to look back at social media and go, what the fuck? Like, yeah. remember when people used to smoke in hospitals and now we look at it like, what the fuck? It's yes. going to be the same thing. Yeah. I mean, do you really look like
0: back at it? I mean, if <laughs> I could, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. <laughs> who, cares about, who cares about lung cancer? You know Pe- what I mean? People will go to such <laughs> crazy lengths, man. And you said a lot of people... Use your name for clout just to try to
0: put themselves on.
2: Well, there was that asshole
0: on uh, YouTube who like basically accused you like murder or some shit, right? That's that's so wild. Like he was just making clickbait shit with your name. I was like, and it was in Spanish, so
4: my shit was a little fucked up, but you know. But it's even better. He accused me of murdering my own father, and I was four years old when my dad died. What? Yeah, dude. Like it's crazy. Like that's just one. Like he makes ten minute videos, twelve minute videos, just making up a full story. That he's God. retarded, that literally you can just, uh, and I posted, this is what I did. I talked to the Bowler Buster guys on, online and they were like, dude, every now and then you should reply to something, like make a, a explanation video. And I did, I fucking hated it, um, but it worked. People stopped fucking with me. Like, because there's a lot of retarded people that legitimately looked at these insane things that they're reading and and they come in and they just want to fucking have fun and destroy your life, right? Mm. But- uh, I put out like, it's just come on. He's ridiculous. I murdered my own father. Yeah. Then he also like, and, and uh. then he claimed that I was in a, that people sued me. And then he posted the lawsuit. And, and when I thought he was dangerous was because I never gave a fuck about it. But some guy from a newspaper in Mexico retweeted it and was like, he's finally going to get what he deserves. I'm like, how can you not tell this is like the gayest, fakest lawsuit? A Photoshop image you've ever seen. And then you just look up the number, you look up the lawsuit number and it comes up as a Beverly Hills something lawsuit whatever. Like it's retarded. It's
0: because people don't want to do any due diligence. They want to take the sensational None. shit and they want to just run with it because it just yeah. sounds like fucking gossip. They want to believe it. Yeah, they want to go on that daisy chain yeah. and it's just like back in the day when people were, you know, sending stories from one person this gossip daisy chain goes, it gets magnified Mm-hmm. And the fucked up yeah. part about it is is now, that's what's getting weaponized on social media with a lot of these guys like, oh, I'm friends with so-and-so, he drives this, and then it, like, kind of right. continues to roll and go over and over. It's, it's just wild to and, me, man. And
2: to your point about social media, and that's the part about it that really bothered me for a long time. When I first started the show, I hadn't had social media. I jumped on social media. He's a social
0: media virgin. Yeah, I,
2: yeah. I fucked that. Six months, oh, six Oh, wow. Six yeah, man. so I, and I stayed away because the lack of empathy that I would see and hear from friends He's and awful. family— it's it's it was so awful and so toxic that I decided to for me it's best to just stay away because I didn't want to contribute
0: any to any part of that. Now I've got him on yep. full full on Now man. I like, am <laughs> on and engaging with listeners. <laughs> He's in DMs and shit. Now you are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I did that. Yeah, thank was, you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you should be proud, Chris. Yeah, I'm yeah. very proud. It's, it's some of the few things <laughs> in my life that I'm very proud of. That's one of them. So look, man, I I, I get that you you've had these challenges and I understand all that stuff. But then at the same time, I look at all these people who really deserve those challenges, who really deserve that kind of shit talking in the community. You were talking about earlier, there was one other person you want to talk about uh, at, the, at the top of the show, but I look at this stuff and I think to myself like, okay, the baller are out there pointing this stuff out. Right. And I, I frequent the mm-hmm. page too. So many people don't want to believe it. They want to, they want to believe in the possibility that they're telling the truth because they want that future for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right.
4: Yeah. Uh, I, I actually really think it's out of greed. Really? Like greed Greed has completely changed people's mindset like crazy, like fucking crazy. Everyone wants to get rich tomorrow. Everyone is looking and, and people ask me this all the time because I have a, a, a podcast in Spanish where I talk about finance and the economy and all this bullshit. And people always ask me, they want to know, give me like basically just in one sentence, give me the answer as to what I need to do to be rich tomorrow. They're all looking for that answer. Like if you were to start today, what would you do? It's totally different. It doesn't Mm. apply to anyone, but they all want it. And they all want to hang on to that. And they'll, I mean, come on, when people get scammed, they get scammed because they're being greedy. Because someone is telling them, dude, I'm going to double your money in two weeks. Give me your $100,000. And then you give them $100,000, they give you 200 back. Dude, give me a million, I'll show you. Mm. And then they fucking run. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's greed. It's pure greed. They don't care about the process. They don't care about how it happens. They don't care about, like, let me listen to the fucking guy talk for an hour and see if I really agree with that. Because all of the... Uh, uh like the people that sell courses i feel like I you're only going to do courses. better well uh, I, I, I i for the most part i do too but there's some guys that are great at what they sell yeah, and i'm not talking about uh yeah. uh you know get rich courses those are for retarded people like yeah. when you want to learn something specifically there's amazing material out there there's amazing people out there that explain things so well and and and, and you want to make sure that you're listening to those people talk about the thing that you're going to pay them for, for hours. Like you want to know what their view is. You want to see how they talk, how they like navigate that world. If you're going to be able to learn something from them, because we all learn in different ways. So different people are better to click with, uh, uh, with some others. Uh, some people click better with this guy. Some people click better with that guy. They might be teaching the same thing. It's just the way that they talk in their approach. So I feel like, all of these guys that hide behind a paid wall that they just say, like, you're going to get rich, like, fuck those guys because mm-hmm. that, that there is no place in there. But if I'm going to listen to someone sell me a real estate course, I want to listen to the guy for an hour, two hours, talk to me about it. Like, put your material for free out there and then just specialize it because mm. why not? Uh, I bought the fucking bottom of the market, real estate commercial market in 2010, and I sold the top in 2020 because I knew I wanted to liquidate. And then I bought my house uh, right before interest rates went from zero up, and I got the massive appreciation. I sold the peak of it in Austin, and I got out. I'm sitting in cash. Like I know this shit. I'm not selling courses. I'm telling everyone on my fucking YouTube channel, like what the fuck to do. And when you see me buy something, go buy it yourself too. Mm, Well, you just missed the great uh, Black Friday sale from Andy Kaufman.
1: You should have had
4: a course. Uh, course, that, was, it, uh, that was a deal to kill for. It was a value of like $21,000 for like $79 or how much? $795, $795 right? Speaking of ROI. Yeah. Damn, damn, damn. And you get so much. You get so much knowledge from that. That's crazy that he's selling it for so cheap. Only $790? I,
0: I you know, Honestly, I, I, I don't know. I just put it on my card so fast I didn't even look. Yeah. <laughs> oh i bet yeah i, I bet. bet black, black <laughs> I
1: game does that to people i just wow you can't leave
0: that alone for one fucking episode wow you yeah fucking prick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you asked some. you asked some personal questions so i'll, I'll skip to father i was i was gonna go with the father thing but you know you, you answered i know you don't listen and read a lot of this crap but you know this is your chance to address those rumors you know, drug trafficking, scammers, all of that. I want you, you know, to you know, have this, use this platform, use this episode to tell people. Let's the go. Truth, basically. So, how much drugs are you trafficking? A lot, a lot. I also uh,
4: people people gotta know. People gotta know. I also became famous people up there. Gonna, people what? gonna
2: take you seriously. Be careful. No, please.
4: no. And, and by the way, I, I, this is a really mad one. So, a lot of people just give you some context, guys. The first time that people found out that it was a Mexican guy that bought a Pagani Huayra, all of the comments were like he's a drug lord, he's a drug trafficker and everyone says that, right? Makes sense. So yeah. for a long time, for years, everyone called me a drug lord, a cartel guy, a whatever, right? I'm the yeah. I might be the worst cartel guy in the world. Uh, and so they they <laughs> You're called not very me all under these the things. radar, bro. That's, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's That's another thing. How stupid do you need to be to be like a successful drug lord and then go like, "You know what?" You know what would be great? Let me open a YouTube channel and show everyone my life. Like, get get the fuck out of here. It's so retarded. So, So a lot of people said that. And then eventually I opened a weed company that sadly didn't fucking go anywhere. But when I opened the weed company, I was telling people, now you can call me a drug dealer and a drug lord. No one did. It was really fucking underwhelming. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I can call you one now if you it's want. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Please, yeah. please. For a well, now the weed company's closed, so no, no uh, more, no more. Matrix. No, no more. <laughs> but it's important for you to debunk this shit. You know, we, we want this out of the way. Yeah, I mean, I, it's just how do you prove that you're not something so retarded? Like, why? How? How could I be selling drugs and then just opening a YouTube page? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't exactly. even know what to say to that. It's right. so stupid. They it's just like you- like. It's racist. In a way, it's yeah, kind of racist if you think about it. Point. Like, oh, Mexican guy, money, ra- uh, drug lord. That kind of racist, bro. That is racist. Yeah, that's exactly. all that is. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know.
3: Exactly.
4: I mean, it, I, 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 was don't
1: know to, I was about to call you a fool, but oh. then you just run with all this racial, racial cards. So I'm like, oh, I got to step back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if we were, if so, yeah, we were recording live right now, he would be the first person to be a racist. So I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'd be the second, I mean, and then I'd come I'd in the, first. Said, don't worry about it. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem
2: when they, when they try to label you with something that is impossible for you to disprove.
4: Right? Well, but it, it's well, if someone, it it, it 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 like, I don't understand. Like my life is proof. Yeah. I don't know, I, like I don't know what, like I don't know, like yeah. you're, you're a drug lord. Yeah, I'm just the dumbest drug lord in the world, and I open a YouTube channel, another YouTube channel, and then I started selling watches, and then I started selling clothing, and then I started selling water, and then I started selling mescal because because my cartel life is just not enough. Mm. I need other revenue sources. No, 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 like, no, no, are no. you, you need fucking clean retarded,
0: money, bro? I mean, have you not watched any of the
4: cartel movies? Come yeah, on, now, come on now. I, by the way, I saw that why would why would anyone go through the trouble of opening real companies and try to sell real products and deal with real people when you're just laundering money you just buy a hotel this is a one-on-one to those of you guys who want to launder money and do it right you buy a hotel and then you say you don't take cash and then you say it's rented out every single fucking day and that's how you do your accounting you don't open a real business to launder money that's re that's only for retards and for full disclosure, Ali's
0: not speaking from personal experience. He watched Ozark like no. the rest of us. Yeah.
4: I know how money works, yeah.
0: you know? This
1: is why we get daily DMs, people asking us if you're a scammer. Well, but daily. a scammer of
4: No, get it. Exactly. But this is what I'm th- I don't even fucking sell anything right now. Like, I do, like, the watches, but I don't even do publicity for them anymore. I don't even sell hats. I sell hats on my website, but I don't even sell them. This is what's crazy to me. Oh, this guy's a scammer. Of what? What the fuck?
2: Mm. I mean, mean, I'm selling this
4: shit in Mexico. I'm selling this shit in Mexico, right? In all of the country. I'm selling this shit in Mexico in 20,000 stores. Like, people can go see it. But I'm not overcharging you? I'm not raping you after you buy it. I'm not taking your your bank account details. Like what the fuck am I doing here yeah. that I'm missing out that people are like this guy is a scammer. That's what drives me nuts. Oh, he's
2: not allowed to sell anything
4: ever. Well, again. Shit.
0: Yeah, let, let's talk about what you are
4: selling. Yeah. What to talk about these companies. Like what uh, what are you doing?
0: Yeah.
2: You show us the tequila. Yeah. I, I want to give tequila a shout out so people can buy What's it, the name of
4: the Oh, thank you. It's mezcal. It's a uh, uh, if you guys if you guys don't know what mezcal is, it's, let's just say oh, like my wife tequila's cousin. Oh, mezcal.
0: we know. Yeah. Yeah. we know <laughs> smoky full by of the flavor way, just like me by yeah. the way this oh look at you yeah, giving yeah. yourself a compliment yeah, while I we like plug you.
4: in a product yeah. <laughs> you yeah, don't like done. your product i yeah. plug me well yeah. done yeah no, yeah. uh, yeah. it's uh right. this one's really smooth it's from a different place so if you guys want to give it a shot it's called Aleron, mm-hmm. a-l-e-r-o-n it's mezcal Aileron, USA.com. use code Salo for 10% off Ooh, good so luck with that. that. But either way, you can you can get it anywhere in the United States if you <laughs> order it on Mescal <laughs> in La Run, USA. Yeah. So we have the Mezcal, right? Okay. Uh we have the water. We have Longer the name. Gorilla the name, Watches. The name's go- Oh, the the, I mean, the name the name for this one's water people. Oh. And we started with a product, it was just alkaline water, uh, but from spring. Because in Mexico we only have purified water, mm. which is fucking disgusting. It is. Good, I mean, yeah. It is gross. So we have spring water. We alkali, alkaline, alkali, fuck me. We made it. Yeah. We made it alkaline. No I'm sorry. I can't say it in English. Uh, we made it alkaline. Uh, we came out with a liter bottle. Then we came out with a half a liter bottle. Now we have a one and a half liter bottle completely different than these. We have uh, sparkling water, kind of like the lacrosse, if you will, but this is all naturally infused flavors. I want people in Mexico to stop drinking soda. So we're giving them like a uh, different wow, take shit. on a soda that's healthy for them yeah. with great water. It's a great product. Yeah. And we have yeah. that, we have my wife's clothing company. I have uh, uh, dealerships in Mexico, one in Merida for cars. And one in Mexico City. And just so you know, I don't make any fucking money on those. Those are just vanity projects. No. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible to make fucking money on those things. Impossible. Uh, the, watch? the watch. Yeah, tell us more about the watch. The, How long have you been doing the watch for? So the watches actually came up right when i started doing youtube and it started hitting really big i started asking people to send me stuff to my p.o box because i wanted to partner up with a great product and instantly the first thing in the first relationship that i created was there's watches and cars people like watches and they like cars it's like a show-off type of thing like i i get in the car and i take the picture of my watch and the ferrari logo whatever bullshit right so I started actively telling people if you guys are watchmakers, have a watch brand, hit me up and send me your watches. And I got a ton of garbage, like a ton. Like it was unbelievable how much shit people were making, like super low quality, terrible stuff, changing labels, all that stuff. And for the, and finally when I was going to go to Goodwood like seven years ago, or I, I think it's seven years ago, holy shit, I got a, uh, I got a watch in this box. And I opened it and it was beautiful. It kind of looks like the one I I have on right now. And it was beautiful. So I didn't think of it. I didn't read the note. I didn't do anything. I literally just put the watch on and I traveled to the United Kingdom. And once I was there, people were like, dude, that watch is fucking awesome. What's that watch? Like everyone. Hmm. Hmm. And I was like, yeah, it's awesome, huh? So when I got home, the first thing I did was like, babe, where the fuck is the box with uh, where that watch came from? She gave me the box, and I saw the note. So I opened the note, and it's a guy called Octavio Garcia. If you guys are uh, fa- uh, watches watch fans, he is like the man. Mm-hmm. So Octavio sends me a note saying, hey, Alejandro, I watch all of your car videos. I love them. I'm also uh, 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 part Mexican, and I, I love watches. I used to work in Audemars Piaget. I used to be the head of creative design. Uh, I started in Omega, and now I'm doing this, and uh, I'd love to work yeah. with you. So I call him and I was like, motherfucker, please let me do the marketing for this shit. Please, please. And that's how that relationship came about. But honestly, I do nothing in Gorilla. It's just like these guys are beasts. They're incredible designers, Octavio and Lucas. And uh, they created a bezel. I mean, they they understand the, the, the watch world. They created a bezel. They based it off the... Um, Basically car spirit, it's got carbon fiber, forged carbon fiber, different types of carbon fiber, aluminum, like, yeah. And we started with really simple stuff, $800 watches with a Miata movement, which is a Japanese movement, like one of the, on the cheaper side, but a great design. And then from there, he did the fastback, uh, the, the drift, and the drift already had a Swiss movement. And that Swiss movement is epic. And and then from that one, we got nominated for watch of the year at the GVD, whatever fucking watch thing in Switzerland uh, for the Lotus, which is the green one with the yellow. And yeah, we just came out a year ago with our first $8,500 watch, which is a chrono. Oh, I don't have it on, which is a chrono. And it's fucking beautiful. And these movements are sourced from uh, uh, Switzerland where they have all these big connections and you cannot get those movements unless you're those guys. So it's, it's been, it's been a really cool journey. I do want to do more. I, I want to get more involved in the business, but uh, that's for a different conversation with me and, and uh, uh Octavian Lucas. But, uh, I just love it so much. I think they, they've done a great job with their with their branding with something that started like, oh, it's a gorilla? Like, that makes no sense. And now people like, look at it. We're in jewelry stores in Mexico, like Burger, uh, Palacio de Hierro, like really fancy stuff. We are in some stores in Dubai. We're in some stores in Japan. We did a deal with a local AMG partner in Japan uh, to sell, uh, to sell a, a certain model that we only were able to sell in Japan. Don't ask me why we sell a fuck ton of these in Japan. Japan Japanese people love these watches.
0: That's awesome. And yeah, it's the car inspired culture. I think. I think there's a lot of that. I Japan. think so it's, too. Big, yeah. Especially, I like think a really so too. Forward moving like kind of aesthetic too. Look, I, I want to be mindful of your time, but I want to offer something up to you. One of the things that the Baller Busters team and I really wanted to do on these was go over some of the Q and A that they got on the website. I would love yeah. for you to stay and add your input and color because they want to answer some of the questions too. What do you think? You want to stay on and do it? Absolutely all right you yeah you should help us
2: answer there,
0: there are <laughs> let's see if
4: i if i can i will
0: and it, i mean I, I haven't heard anything from uh number four in a while did your airpods blow up are you live <laughs> he went number two yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was an easy one it was too easy yeah, but I'll, I'll take there. it
0: <laughs> all right is there any particular order that anybody wants to go in if i if not i will just go at random
2: Get random. From
0: yeah. the Baller Busters, ask me anything. Who are the legit gurus out there? Therein lies the conundrum: guru and legit. But please,
3: can can I stop real quick? Because that was the question I was going to ask.
0: Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please take God, over. Yeah, go Let's just count that as my question. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: So we don't know. We don't know the legit gurus out there. Yeah. All right, fine. Uh, could you make a list of renowned scammers to shun online, kind of like an FBI top 100 wanted? <laughs> oh. Am I, am I supposed to answer this? You can if you, if you want to. <laughs> yeah. You know comes to mind? Just a, a list of scammers? I think what they I want mean, is they want a list of people that, that, that they've caught. I mean, that's in your highlights, though, on the page, right? You've got all your highlights.
2: Yeah, so pretty much all they have to do is just scroll through the page. all there.
3: (laughs) Here's another one. You mentioned Shmi. Someone wants to know if he's clean or not. Shmi's clean. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, he's never said that he just fucking made his fortune out of nowhere. So let's just leave it at that. And Shmi just works doing this shit. Shmi works harder than anyone else in the world. Like way harder than he should, Mm. in my view. Another question.
0: Where can I find a solid mentor? Good question for the group.
4: um uh, to me it, it, i'm sorry if i'm taking over on this one no no go ahead. i think you i, I if you want to find a good mentor you just got to be you got to put yourself out there and start working like a motherfucker and trying everything that you like to do and even some stuff that you don't and then you'll find the right people that want to just push you in the right direction at the right time i don't think anyone's just going to open their door because i get messages right from people that are like dude Would you be my mentor? I'm like, what a fucking waste of time for you and for me. Because, you know, I don't know what the fuck you can do. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you specialize in. I don't know if you're really committed to something. And normally to me, this works out when I have a lot of friends that started in dealerships when I started making videos. And I always try to help as many people as I can to come up because I want to see them. I want to see all of my homies do fucking better than me so I can ask someone for money instead of me being the one fucking loaning money to everyone. (laughs) You know, so so I've had a chance to just like, uh, uh, I don't want to say mentor, but like give advice to some of these kids when when they were kids and now they're like grown men, they own their businesses. And it's it's very rewarding to see them grow. But also it was easy. It was like a natural progression. I didn't get out of my way. I don't create like little uh, mentoring programs and fucking bullshit because that makes no sense. You need to be in the field for. Or have the experience, a well-rounded amount of experience on the stuff that the person needs. And it's hard to know what they really need unless you're around them and know them a little bit. Mm. Does that mm. make sense? Yes.
3: Yeah, Absolutely. it does. Let me, let me add to the mentoring thing. You, you look at like statistics, foster kids in the U.S., 99% of a chance of the time. Once they age out of the foster system, their girls are going to be prostitutes, and it's like a sad fact. And it's the problem is they don't have an opportunity to be mentored, right? But you can't wait. Everybody can't waste all of their time mentoring every kid that comes across. So it's a no. weird thing of where like people that are successful should look for opportunities to mentor kids that are could have potential or that want to do better. But the dudes that are just on Instagram taking pictures next to Ferrari Reynolds You know, those those guys are a waste of time. But the mentoring thing, the paid mentor thing is is the lamest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yes. But real mentoring is like something that people are not doing anymore, where they're taking someone underneath their wing and raising them up in finance or raising them up in whatever you want to do. But this paid mentor phenomenon is so insane to me
0: and a key point yeah it's to, gonna to have a, out, a, yeah go ahead, one of the things I want to say the key point to point out is true mentorship they pay you to work for them yes. that, that, that's the way that fundamentally started yes
2: right? exactly sorry yeah.
4: Alejandro go ahead no 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 I was gonna say I, I, I like everyone that I work with to, to grow and become uh better and bigger than myself if they can, if that's what they aspire to. I'm also never going to push them to be like, you need to do more. You need to do this. There are some people that have that fire. I had an assistant that wanted to quit because she wanted to go back to business school to learn business. I was like, you fucking retard. You're learning more business here than anywhere else. You're only quitting when you find a better job than this one. And it's got to be a good one. And she eventually found a job. Um, She got an offer by a construction company. And at some point she was semi in charge of a billion dollar project in downtown LA for real estate, which is what we worked on together. And I couldn't be prouder. And now I see her and she's fucking killing it in Santa Barbara. And I'm proud of that. I want to see my people do better. And I think that a lot of people, don't put a lot of attention to in their immediate relationships that they have because they might have someone trying to help them out and they might be just too fucking blind like in the movies, you know, like when the guy is always there and he's there for you all the time and the girl's just like, I just am never going to find the right guy. And he's just right there. It's kind of like that. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. And this is and this is a problem that Chris and I routinely talk about on the show that the work from home culture really takes away from because you're no longer, that's how I met any mentor right. that I had. Because I used to be in the office, work until eight, nine o'clock at night. And once they started to take notice, it was like, oh, this guy really wants to get after it. Let me teach him some things. Right. But now you lose that ability if you start to work from home.
0: All right. Yeah. Two, yeah. More, two more good questions. Uh, real I think real
3: quick, is. work from home culture, because that goes, that goes a lot with the Instagram scamming culture. The people that don't want to go into the office and work hard and bust your ass 12 to 14 hours a day. And, that you know, that. Work-life balance, mental health, all that kind of stuff. To me, th- those guys are unhireable. I-, I won't hire anybody to ask how much flex time they have. I mean, I-, I have a fairly large company with a lot of employees. In an interview, if someone brings up, what about my mental health? What about flex time? Do I get to work from home? <laughs> Fuck that guy. He, I just, I sent him home right there in the middle of the interview. <laughs> Fuck that guy. We're out here? Or is, I what get about if they in have pronouns in, in the resume? I wouldn't even invite them for an interview. If they have. I to think I said fuck thing. that guy, but fuck X them. Whatever the <laughs> <phone> <laughs> is. But why? Whatever's going on here. Why do you want to bring drama into your company? Right. I mean, it, right. And, and people can do whatever they want, but you're inviting crazy drama. You want someone that's going to be in there, bust their ass, kiss your ass, and learn everything they can for 12 to 14 hours. Not somebody that's sleeping in and screwing around half the day.
4: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right, it's a uh, it's serious. So go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, they're just pre-telling you that they're going to be a pain in your ass. That's yeah.
1: it. It's Especially if exactly. their pronouns is me lazy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me lazy. Yeah, that's something that I learned early on. Some of these opportunities in life, it's, it's not, you don't have the right, it's a privilege Yeah, to, to have that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's the
3: thing too. Is people think it's like their right to be able to work for you and do whatever they want and say all the crazy shit they want to anybody they want. They don't realize it's a privilege to be able to work gain experience and go off and take that experience and do something. They think it's a right that you, you should be doing that now. Yep. Sorry right. to keep button in. Go ahead.
0: No, no. We appreciate it. No, I hate you personally. So. I love you personally. I appreciate you should it. apologize. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I uh, hate you and love you. Give him another question. All right. How are gurus able to show off cars like a Bugatti, uh, etc. if they are frauds? That's for you guys. Yeah, or you, I mean, look, we talked a little bit at the top of the show. Not for me, I
2: hate hate Bugatti, somebody else hate this (laughs) question.
4: Well, uh, can I say something? I got a, uh, my first experience with car people that were full of shit was way before the YouTube, the Instagram, the anything, I had uh, uh, had someone that wanted uh, to sell me a Lamborghini and this person pretended to be the owner of the car and he pretended to be the actual owner of the dealership. And he pretended that his assistant uh, was bringing me the car, whatever. And uh, I met I met him at a car wash. He introduced himself as the owner of a dealership. He said that that was his car, that all of this shit. And at the end of the day, he turned out to be just a fucking car salesman. So I think uh, just access in the most stupid ways is also like an access point to people because you never know what their role is somewhere. How many people do you guys know that manage fortunes, that manage garages, right? And, and, and you guys know that and you guys might know the person that they're managing the garage for, but they're private. You are, that person might be the only public person in front of those cars. And then they might not say anything and just leave ambiguous bullshit open so that people think that's their car. And then that's how they start getting it because, oh, he's a guy that's always surrounded by nice cars. Let me invite him over. And then he's with another guy. And then once that train goes, it's impossible to stop it. Mm-hmm. You can also rent the car for like nothing. Right. Yeah, and I, and I, think, I think
3: it magnifies
0: too. you get, you get so many of these people that get caught up in lifestyles and just because you can afford something at a moment in time, doesn't mean that you're an entrepreneur. It doesn't mean that you have the wherewithal to continue to keep it over time too a classic thing you'll see, you'll see somebody buy something and then flip it in a short period of time and they'll they'll give you some elaborate excuse. So I didn't enjoy it or I didn't like it. And the truth of the matter is they couldn't afford it and they bought it because they thought they would make money off the clout for social media and some things like that. So there's a myriad of different ways that that happens. And it's unfortunate to see that people look, they equate the image of wealth and success to success. And those are two very disconnected things. Mm -hmm. And Hollywood's a great example of that. You see a lot of people who are, oh, I did this and I did that. And you're like, okay, you didn't do that and you didn't do this, but- You want to take credit for it. And there's no way to validate some of this shit. And that's where a lot of people get lost is is they they lose themselves in the idea that, oh, well, they are saying that they can do this and no one's correcting them. Well, sometimes it's just they're saying it because you can't be validated.
4: Mm -hmm. I got to say, I do love podcasts. I love uh, Twitter spaces. I love places where you can hear people talk and you can see who wants to talk and who wants to be in public and who's really daring to put themselves out there and who's not. And then you got to wonder, why the fuck is that person not saying anything live? And, and that to me is always like a good gauge of who's full of shit and who's not. I need to hear them talk. Because I, it's surprising to me how little people pay attention to that. Like beyond the showing me a car and all that bullshit. You want to hear them talk. Because once you start hearing people talk, you can, it opens the door to realizing, oh, wow, this guy doesn't know anything about what he's saying or, oh, shit, this guy is for real
1: hmm
4: yeah. You're
2: always welcome back on this podcast, my friend.
4: I appreciate wow. you guys. Thank you.
0: I mean, assuming it doesn't get in the way of your cartel activities, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Exactly. You know, I'm busy. Yeah. Got things <laughs> going. I'm busy. Yeah. Well, let, let's let's uh, let's call it a wrap there. Let's close the book on chapter two here. Uh, Alejandro, you've been a, a pleasure, and I know you don't do a lot of podcasts yourselves, yourself, and you took a lot of time away. So it me- it meant a lot to me. I think the the Baller Buster's team, I'm sure they want to say something here too, that you were willing to do this. So thank you very
4: much. It yes, very thank
0: cool. you. We appreciate you very, very much.
4: No, I appreciate you guys. It was so much fun watching the first one with you all fucking dying, laughing on top of each other. I hope this one is as fun as the first one. That's all I can hope. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, nah, it was great. It was great. <laughs> and I appreciate the Baller Buster team because what they do is important. It's important for people not to get ripped off and really just get, and mostly not get greedy and once you put yourself in that position, you're vulnerable to a lot of bad things to happen to you. And if these guys are pointing a finger at someone, it's not because they're just having fun and like throwing shit at nothing. They're providing you with great evidence too to support everything that they're saying. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Hey, and thank you for not saying anything about my illegal cartel activities or my rich father.
2: Well... Site, call it a wrap. <laughs> we appreciate everybody. Good night, everybody. Bye. Thanks,
1: Alejandro. Bye.